Welcome to another episode of It's a Long Beach Thing, where we bring on guests and we talk about this beautiful city we call Long Beach. And now, here's your host, motivational coach, Paul Fortune. Welcome to another episode of It's a Long Beach Thing. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and like us on Facebook on It's a Long Beach Thing. We have a great show for you today. We have my friend, personal Long Beach trainer, Shannon Schoendeff. How are you today? Hi. Good. How about you, Paul? I'm well. I'm well. I I know we we, uh, briefly, uh, we just started getting to know each other. A few months ago, because you you helped yeah. me out with a a project we were doing. Uh, it's a Long Beach thing in person event, and it went really really well. And I was really impressed by your presentation. So I'm thinking oh, I got to reach back out to you and have you on my podcast. Well, I appreciate it, Paul. I'm honored as well too. And thank you for hosting that event. It was an amazing turnout and one of the first times I've ever done an event like that. So I felt super honored. Thank you, Paul. Well, no problem. So let's dive in. What is your experience with this great city of Long Beach? Well, Long Beach, I grew up in Southern California, um, but I was Inland Empire. We're from Riverside, actually Moreno Valley for anyone from Moreno Valley out there in Mobile. Um, And Long Beach was always just Snoop Dogg to us. We didn't really know much about Long Beach. I remember um, high school, senior year, uh, touring Long Beach State and just kind of breezing through it, through um, just driving through it, nothing crazy stopping or anything and just being like, oh, I don't think it's my thing. Uh, growing up, we used to go to Dominico's all the time, but to, to myself, I didn't know Dominico's was actually Long Beach. I thought it was considered just Belmont Shore. My grandparents, when my grandpa first moved out here um, from college, he ended up in Naples. And so my mom learned how to sail at the Leeway Club. Um, we went to Dominico's. That was where my grandparents met and um, had many dates. So that's all I knew about Long Beach. And then come, um, gosh, I think it was my senior year of college, my soon-to-be husband, at the time boyfriend, he moved out here, to went to Long Beach State for um, graduate school, and we just fell in love with it. We found a community out here, and um, he was working UCLA, I was working um, YMCA in Southern or South Orange County. And so we kind of stayed here. It was like the middle ground. It was a cheap beach city that we could have that beach life, but then we could also be within our job range uh, to commute. So we stayed here and gosh, I mean, we've loved it since. It's just been such a great community. We grew up in like suburbs, so we've never had the opportunity to walk to go get coffee or walk to go get dinner or walk to the beach. And to have that um, experience was amazing, especially when we were newlyweds and then having children and um, so forth. So that's my little experience with Long Beach and finding myself here. Right. So when you first moved to Long Beach, whereabouts the neighborhood were you living at? You know what? We were we were in um, Belmont Shore. We were right off 2nd Street. Uh, we were off Covina. So Starbucks was our street. And um, I just remember we would walk down and it, it was just amazing. You just walk down the street and you got on 2nd Street. And I loved 2nd Street. Uh, we had a 400 square foot little uh, apartment. So we got married 400 square feet, very small. Um, but it was just that beach living that we always wanted. Um, and then, yeah, from there, 
I gave my husband a range of like, we can't go any further past, um, I think it's Gaytonia. I said, we can't go <laughs> further past Gaytonia. We have to stay within that. And then we actually moved past, we went Redondo. And so we were more Belmont Heights for a second and had a condo down, down there. And then I said, oh, we're never moving to the suburbs. And then we had children and you needed more space. And so we moved to the suburbs. And so we were south of Conant for a while too. So, um, but yeah, I loved it there. Right on. Well, your uh, your first experience was Naples, which is awesome. Yes. I'm sure as a kid, you probably oh, yes. walked the walked the canals and looked at the Christmas yes. lights and all that good stuff. Yes. And then that, and then you moved to Belmont Shore, which you know, yes. at, as a young couple, I got I, I had to believe that's got to be pretty cool. You know, yeah, you oh, the hustle yes. and the bustle. You know, no kids yep. at the time, so you yep. so you were never probably bored. You always had something to do. Oh, something to do, and people coming over. I just remember what was it? 4th of July, having people over and the Christmas parade, you know, having everyone come to our house so we could just walk down the street for uh, the Belmont for Christmas parade. Yeah, it was pretty special. And then, so then you, then did you uh, purchase a condo off of Rondano then? Yes. So we purchased the condo there. We actually never thought we'd be able to buy anything. And then uh, we had a friend who was a realtor. And at the time she was like, we think, I think you can do this. And so she helped us find you know, different neighborhoods of Long Beach. Um, again, I said, hey, Tonya, that's all. I can't go, you know, but our budget was not that big. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we found a great little condo. And so we were, um, yeah, just close, right? Belmont Heights, uh, Alamitos Heights, close to the Holy Moly over there where we found out Holy Moly and would walk there all the time. Um, so yeah, we purchased a place over there, a little condo. Now, did you purchase that home because, or that condo because you were, you were starting your first, your first child and you thought, oh, no, I better get another no. room. To you know what? We were actually only in the Belmont. So before we got married, my husband was renting a place off of Santa Ana on Belmont Shore. So we loved it down there. I would visit him. We would go walk and walk. And then, you know, oh, let's get a little bigger place. So we got the Covina. We were only there from May till the end of December. Mm -hmm. And it was more of like um, our friend, our realtor was saying, hey, you know what? You this is the time to buy. It was um, 2012, the end of the year. So we really got in at a really good price. Um, and so we're like, sure, yeah, let's buy it. And so it was one of those things we weren't sure. It was an 800 square foot townhome. I mean, it was a double story condo. I mean, kind of considered a townhome. Um, and it was just a little bit, it was more space, double what we had. And yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, let's see where we're at. Let's buy, let's just kind of get in. And then shortly after, I think it was 2014 is when we had our first little one. So it was actually perfect timing um, to kind of get settled in and then actually have another room for her to have her own nursery too. Mm. And how long did you stay in that condo off of Redondo? Uh, we had our second child there. So he was 2016 and we sold it at 2017. I believe it was like May. Um, it was kind of like, okay, we want to go and buy a house. We were hoping the market would drop. Um, and so we bought a, we wanted to buy a house. We actually, um, we got to do another Long Beach thing that we never grew up with was living in an apartment over a garage. Um, I think many people, you know, they have the duplex where there's a house up front, but then in the back there's a garage and they'll build a house up, you know, on top of it or an apartment. So we did that for a good year um, and stayed there from, what was it, 2017. And we finally bought... Our third was born in 2018. So we were there about a year. And that's actually where we met Danielle Femmel, uh, okay. the realtor who was also at um, the conference. And um, yeah, we met her and she helped us find our 
for a single family home. So, and that's South, and that's when you moved to South Conant. Yes. So that's when we moved to South Conant. And, um, at that point I just was like, Oh man, the suburbs, but I had a lot of friends who were having multiple kids and they were moving from Belmont shore all the way up there. And, um, yeah, I mean, there was so much more space. You were, you were further away, different types of people are up in, you know, that area, but it's more of a family base up there. Um, it's a little slower living, but, um, not too much slower, but you know, just a little bit, not having to fight for parking spots and stuff. That that's so, nice yeah. though, right? In itself, because Belmont Shore, oh obviously there's a lot of great oh things about Belmont Shore, but parking is not yes. one of them. <laughs> oh my gosh. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine having any kids down in Belmont Shore and finding parking and having all the groceries and all that stuff. Oh my gosh, that would be not. Well, fun. you'd have to Instacart so, at that point. Yeah, you would have to Instacart. You're totally right. <laughs> so let's yeah. transition a little bit into your career yeah. path because you you've yeah. taken your business. I know you you you're yeah. in other cities, but your one of yes. your big cities is Long Beach. So talk about your career yes. path to get to your point. Yeah, right there. yeah. So I um I let's see, undergrad. I had a sports medicine emphasis. Um, I got a degree in liberal arts, but a sports medicine emphasis. So I always wanted to go within you know, some type of athletic career. Um, Wasn't sure. I did, um, I got my graduate degree in coaching and athletic administration, still trying to figure out, wanted to be an athletic director or an assistant, something within those regards. And then had the dream job interview, but passed the first um, interview. And then the second interview was going to happen. And I got invited back, found out I was pregnant. And was like, oh, no, like, I can't like, yes, I can get this job, but I would only be there for, you know, eight months. And then I actually always knew I wanted to be somewhat of a stay at home mom. I always liked working. I always liked making money um, no matter what I did, but wanted to be a stay at home mom, wanted to be with my uh, little whatever child, whatever girl boy. I didn't know at the time. So um, that condo that we had purchased it was a perfect timing within, we didn't go over our means where my income was part of um, our mortgage. So at that time, my husband's like, okay, well, great. You don't have to work. We'll have this kid, you know, you be a stay at home mom. So um, it was a stay at home mom. And then we had a, a friend who said, Hey Shannon, there's this thing we found out at Long Beach Memorial, um, this workout group called fit for mom had never heard of it. I had never seen it. Um, had no clue, thought it was just like a walking group. And he's like, you should go try it out. And then you should run the program or start your own program like that. Cause you would be great at it. You have all this athletic you know, abilities, you have your backgrounds within in it. Um, and so I went to my first class. I was uh, seven weeks postpartum. It was right after the new year. My husband had just gone back to work um, after a little paternity leave. And I went and I loved it. It was a great workout. We, um, my first class at was Marine Vista uh, Park Playground, if anyone knows that area by Marine Stadium. So it was a beautiful view. I had the water view. We went to um, the hill on Bellflower, close to uh, PCH, and ran that hill. And I was just like, holy moly, this is not just a walk in the park. This isn't just taking my little kid around, my baby around, and drinking coffee and chatting with other moms. This was an actual workout. Um, loved it, went there, um, joined after a couple more classes. I tried a few classes out, loved it, told the instructor or told the owner at the time. And I said, Hey, you know, I have a fitness background. I've taught different types of sports activities to kids. Um, I would love to be a trainer. What can I do to be a trainer? 
you know, at that time she just met me. So she's like, yeah, great. Awesome. I'll keep you in mind. Yada, yada. About a month later, she said, Hey, Shannon, um, looking to start more classes up at Hartwell park. I had no clue where Hartwell park is. That, that's like so far North where I was just like, I have no clue. This is a different world. Uh, but I said, sure, I'll start, I'll start classes. Yeah. I would love to become an instructor. So I became an instructor and started classes. Um, they were afternoon classes. So a lot of times for our moms who are working moms who, um, want to work out after, um, they're done with work and then they can bring their little one with them. And I start, I started those classes and then so on and so forth. Um, just started doing more and more classes, became the manager within fit for mom. And then the previous owner was like, Hey, Shannon, you know what? I'm moving. Uh, would you like to buy? She asked a few people. And at the time I said, no, 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 I never want to buy this. I mean, it's a lot of work. And I kicked myself. Cause I, that was another six months where I was like, Oh, I could have bought that. And, um, I, yeah, bought it after a few months and said, okay, I can do this and did it. And it's been a great thing. I there's pictures behind me and I have four kids now. Um, at the time I was pregnant with my third when I said, okay, I'll buy this. And at that time I thought like, I can't do this with three kids. That's a lot of work. Um, but now we're thinking maybe we should do five kids. What do you think? We could add this to our plate. Um, but yeah, so fit for moms, a great community, um, within, we have different workouts from prenatal to postnatal. Uh, we actually have grandma's part of our group as well. And uh, we do classes from stroller bar classes where you bring your little one to stroller strides, where you bring your little one all the way up to full hit workouts where it's just mom only workouts. And we do early morning. I just taught a class this morning um, up to late at night. So moms at any level of motherhood, whether they're just found out they're pregnant to they have grown kids. Um, they can come work out. Um, so it's been a great community within that too. I hope that answered all your questions, Paul. It kind of went all over the place. <laughs> you definitely so. did. There's a lot to unpack yeah. with what you what you said, but I want to start here because I I've had conversations about this with you about COVID yeah. and yes. what you did during COVID to keep your business afloat. Because gosh, with with you doing fitness, yeah. that's like fitness an in person thing most of the time you know, there was yeah. a lot of pivoting that you guys had to do. So it hit really hard and COVID was very scary. I mean, I still remember getting the text message the morning of that the park, cause we do work out at the parks. I remember getting a text message. Um, you know, the parks are closed. And I just remember telling people like, no, they can't shut us down. We're outside. We're keeping our distance. Everyone brings their own equipment. We will be fine. And then to get that text message and it was just like, holy moly, uh, with fit for mom, we are franchises. So there are fit for moms all over the country. And I had heard in different um, social media platforms that I am with other franchisees that, Hey, we're shutting down. They're shutting us down. We can't work outside or we can't work out inside. Uh, we're going to have to go virtual. And I was just thinking like, Oh, we'll never have that issue. We'll be good. Did not think that we would ever shut down. And so we actually got that text message that morning saying parks are shut down. We went a hundred percent virtual. So we turned everything into virtual. Um, we had hosted a few virtual classes, like when it rains, if we don't have places to go to work out that are clean and safe, we would go virtual. Um, and they were fine. You know, it was a, usually one day because in Long Beach, it never rains. And when it does, it rains. And then it's beautiful the next day. Um, so I didn't know how this was going to happen. And, you know, the first few days, like, oh, this is going to be two weeks. We're great. We'll be fine. We'll get out in the parks. And then it, you know, started pushing more and more. And 
going virtual, I, you notice that people still crave the community, whether we were with people in person or well, whether we were virtual, we would do a workout and then we would do, Hey, let's do a hangout session. So everyone would be virtual. They would have their kids there. We would have coffee. We would chit chat. Uh, we would start hosting, um, partner game nights where, you know, a mom and her partner would be there and we would all meet and we would chat over, uh, zoom and do stuff. And we would do dance parties for the kids, you know, at 4 PM on an afternoon because everyone had nothing to do. So let's do a dance party. Um, so we did, we tried to really fill up everyone's agenda because no one was doing anything anyways. And so we would do things from prenatal stuff all the way up to, you know, older kids who could kind of do different dance parties or host different game nights or scavenger hunts. And we actually did, I remember we did an Easter egg scavenger hunt over zoom. Um, so we did stuff like that, um, to keep everyone engaged. We also did different things as hosting a Easter bunny drive by one of our dads dressed up as the Easter bunny. And we told our moms, okay, you're going to drive by this house and the Easter bunny will be there. And the kids just had a ball. And so we actually bring the Easter bunny back every year now from that. So it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I mean, we went a hundred percent virtual till I believe it was like June 15th. Then the parks let us back in. And so we still actually have a couple of virtual classes. We do um, just because it's made mom's life's easier if they can't make it or if kids are sick. Um, so we still host some virtual classes still. Was there any pushback at the very beginning where you're like, I'm not going to do the virtual. And then you said, I got to jump on the pole. You know what? I am a, like, I, I, I just go into game mode. There was, I, there was other franchisees. I remember hearing that they shut down and they said, okay, we're going to put everyone's membership on hold. And to me, that was not, I could not, I had this whole tribe of moms. Mm -hmm. Um, I cannot just cut myself off. I was actually pregnant at the time as well, too. And, um, I, a lot of people didn't know I was pregnant at the time. I hadn't made the announcement. So I was pretty early on and I was sick as well. But to me, it was like, nope, cannot stop. I game on. Nope. I will have these classes. My whole team was like, okay, Shannon, let's go. We're, we're doing this game on. Um, and yeah, I mean, no, there was no, like, I can stop. I couldn't stop. And even having, I have a friend, she joined when I was having my third baby. I mean, this is just the type of person I am. And she remembers when she joined Fit for Mom was because I was emailing her while I was delivering my third baby. I was always what? like, nope. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I still remember being on the hospital bed with my phone, emailing people because it was her first class. I wanted to make sure she was at the right spot, making sure she was connected with our moms. And so she's like, Shannon, yeah, when Nora was born, I know my my start day was when she was born because you were emailing me then. So I, I am a person, I will go, go, go. There's no stopping me. So while in labor, you took the time to, to respond to emails? Uh, oh, I, yeah. That, that is the ultimate dedication to your business. Oh, yeah. I mean, I only had a push. I think for Nora, it was only like two pushes and she was out. So I'd, I only have to put my phone down for two pushes. And then I could pick it up again. Oh, man. So I, it's, you know what? Our village, it's not, we're not a typical workout. We're not, you know, these big studios, these big box studios. You, you come to our class, our instructors know your name. They know your child's name. 
Um, they know, you know, are you stay at home mom? Are you working mom? They know you, I know them, whether I have never met the mom because we are a pretty big location and I, I can't make it to all our classes. I know the moms via email and I love meeting the mom in person to be like, we have been messaging each other. Remember that 2am email you sent me? Like that was me. We were messaging each other. So there's no stopping. It's, it's such a different community than just anywhere else. So how many children do you have now? I have four kids. Four, four kids. Okay. So four kids. So you have four kids and you run a business. Yes. All right. And it, it sounds it, like yes. it's, it's a 24 seven deal. Cause you're, you're sending emails out in labor. So obviously yes. it's yes. nonstop with you. So how do you, <laughs> how do you, how do you balance all that? Because that's got to be sometimes I'm sure you're pulling your hair out at, at times when maybe your yeah. kids are, are cooperating when they should. And so how do you keep it safe? Yeah. You know what? It's funny, Paul, yesterday. So our kids are two years old, four years old, six and eight. So they're all two years apart. So they're very close. And if anyone's listening to this who wants to have kids later on, I always encourage you to have them closer than further apart because they are all they are all little best friends with each other. But everyone do whatever you need to do. But I love the closeness within them. Um, and we were driving and my eight year old, it's like she like her mind just exploded and was like, mom, you own how many businesses? And I was like, oh, I mean, technically, I guess three businesses I own. Uh, she goes, and you have four kids, mom. How do you do that? And I was like, oh my gosh, like you are part of my everyday like life. You see your mom every day. And I go, well, you know, Claire, my oldest, I'm like, you know why mom yells a lot? It's because I'm usually trying to work and you guys are disrupting it. But I, I just thought it was amazing that she asked that. And I said, Claire, you know, when I'm at the grocery store and we're at Costco, because they love Costco coming with me, I'll bring all four of them. And you know, when someone will say, wow, you have your hands full. And you know how I always say, well, I have really good kids. They make it easy. And I always want my kids to know that like, they are not a nuisance to any of my businesses. It's so, I'm so grateful that Fit for Mom has provided a business opportunity where I can have, I can be the best mom. I mean, yes, sometimes I'm a little crazy and a little, you know, intense and screaming and trying to get here and there and yada, yada, but I can be a mom and have a business where I'm making enough money to provide for my family. Mm -hmm. um, also with that all said, because my husband will be listening to this, um, my husband, if it wasn't for my husband, I wouldn't be able to be where I am right now. Um, with three kids and writing Fit for Mom was great. Um, and he was working full time at UCLA. Um, so we would, you know, he would leave 5am in the morning, come back at 6pm at night, I could run my business. But with COVID changing things, my business changed to um, losing money because of different things with restrictions and stuff. So I actually had to pivot my business a little bit more and off offer a lot more like personal training sessions, um, especially with a lot of clients who, you know, have illnesses that they can't be with group setting. So having my husband be able to be home four days out of the week now and me um, being able to leave a couple kids with him so I can go personal train has been huge. And I mean, my husband's my soundboard. I can go to him and talk to him all the time. And he has great business sense and also great people sense because that's working with women can be a little challenging. You'll get a few moms, especially hormonal, where I'm like, oh my gosh, this lady's driving me nuts. What is going on? And he can kind of talk me okay, well, are you seeing this? Are you seeing that? And um, yeah, so I would say my husband's a huge help too. 
And how how's important uh, of having those those date nights? Because with four <laughs> children, you're you're probably in defense mode all the time. And there are probably times where you want to go out and you know have a drink or or go to the movies or do something. Yeah, with, with your husband. You know what? My husband from before having kids, we've been together since I was sixteen years old. So we've been together wow. for a long time. And it was one of those things that we were only supposed to be each other's prom dates. And that was it. We weren't going to go for like, it was like, oh, you'd be a great prom date. Let's go to prom together. Kind of stuff like that. We didn't think we would get through everything. Um, but our communication is so good where we can chat about everything. Yes, we fight. Um, and we can, you know, I, what is it? Put our heels in the ground on yeah. certain things we believe in. Uh, but our communication is huge. And I remember before even having kids, my husband was like, Shannon, before having kids, what is more important? Like, your is your children going to be more important to you? Or is your husband going to be more important to you? Or your partner going to be more important to you? And I was That's like, same question. great question. Because I think you, we see a lot of people putting their children in front of their partner. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was like, huh. I was like, my partner, you know, like, because we need to be on the same level to raise our children. And that's, our always been our understanding is we come first before our kids and our kids know that as well. It's not that we love our kids less, mm -hmm. but we need to come. We need to be on the same, even the same team yeah. within everything. We need to have that same partnership. So with that say, said date nights, um, we don't really have many date nights. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, my husband's really good for different birthday gifts, Christmas gifts. We'll do trips together. But I actually, we enjoy being with our kids um, and being able, but we have that time when we put the kids to bed afterwards, that's our time, you know, our Netflix and chill. Um, so that, that we kind of get on the same and having him home now is awesome too. Cause we have two kids at school right now. Well, two kids are home. If they take a nap, we can hang out and chill and talk. Um, so yeah, I would say uh, that's kind of. Not many more date or date nights, but I do think the older the kids get, the easier it gets too. So soon the kids will be able to watch each other and then we can go on date nights all the time, which will be great. Absolutely. Did you plan on having uh, four children or, or, or what type of level of <laughs> great question? Paul. <laughs> that is such a great question. I had always known I wanted to be a mom. Um, I didn't know what that would look like, how I would work. My mom always raised us saying, okay, you can be a mom, but make sure you always have something to fall back on. If your husband ever dies, like, or if anything ever happens, like make sure you always have something in the back, you know, have some that. type of skills where you can work. Um, and so I knew I needed somehow make money somehow to make money. Um, so my husband and I, I mean, I always wanted a lot of kids. Um, but once you have your first kid, then you don't want any more kids. You see that, holy crap, why are people having children? This is horrible. Um, but once you get past that and then you say, okay, well, we need at least one more. Um, so then we decided having another one. And then the third one, we did want to have the third, but she was kind of a surprise at the time. We didn't know we were going to have them so close together like that. And the fourth was a surprise too. But the fourth was like one of those things like, oh, we want another one. Should we have another one? I don't know. And then God's timing, I guess it. he's like, yep, here you go. And now the fifth one, it's like, oh, do we want a fifth? I don't know. I don't know. We, But we're, yeah, it's, we always wanted a big family. We loved seeing big families and how much joy there is, especially around the holidays. 
Um, so yeah, we always wanted a big family. We just didn't know how many, and I think we still don't know how many we want. Wow. You know, it's interesting yeah. that you say that because I, I have good friends who have, have four children and they said, you know, they definitely won the first and, and they yeah. wanted the second because they didn't want to have an only child. Yes. But the third one, when they, there was kind of a surprise and they thought, yep. oh no, how am I going to be <laughs> able to have three children financially? You know, this yep. is, this is going to be really hard. Once they had the third yep. child. And they had the fourth was a surprise as well. But the fourth was like, okay, if I can handle oh, three, yeah. I can handle four, it's all good at this point, right? Yep. 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 You know what? My um, a lot of my clients will say, Shannon, when you found out, you know, someone else has having four, you knew you could do it. You're very competitive. You're gonna just have the fourth. So if someone has a five, the fifth, you're gonna be like, okay, we're gonna have the fifth. Let's go. because I'm super competitive where I'm like, oh, if they can do it, we can do it too. Let's go. Uh -huh. And I one of my moms, she's actually due with her fifth. And I came home and I told my husband, I was like, we should do five. She's going to have five. Let's have five. Come on. Mm -hmm. Come on. We could do this. So, yeah, but it's true. You just kind of throw in another one. I do think once I hit four, I started yelling a lot more <laughs> than I did with three. But I don't know. Because you're I, all I, outnumbered I, at this point. I, you are outnumbered. You're right. You're right. So, yes. Yeah, so, uh, well, in the, in the other aspect of it, which is extremely important, is the financial aspect of it, of having that yes. many children. I yes. read an article, and I don't know if this is true or not, but it, it, it was extremely eye-opening, that the average yeah. child cost, cost uh, their parents over a million dollars a piece. And I, that was, yeah. was yeah. eye-opening to, 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 to hear that. I'm like, is that real? And that, you know, I don't have children, so I didn't really didn't dig more into it. But Go, I, dig it, yeah. Yeah, but I looked at that and going, holy moly, that that's a lot of that's a lot of money. That's a lot of financial commitment. Yeah, you know what? We I remember I think it was that same article, or we saw, I remember a headline of that. And my husband were like, wait, what? Um, and we actually kind of dug in. I think more and more it says like your mortgage, like it adds more within there. And then schooling, like they, they go pretty a large budget. We're pretty frugal. So we're not like, okay, if we're going to Chick-fil-A, not everyone's going to get their own meal. We're going to get one big meal mm -hmm. and then we're going to separate it out. So yes, we, uh, yeah, but kids are expensive. Um, but I know for my husband and I, it's not the amount of things to give our children where a lot of kids have their own iPad. They have their own, this, they have their, I mean, our kids are still pretty young, but it's experiences. So we're really big on experiences with our kids and not so much junk to bring in the house or, um, I, yeah, just different things or even at putting them in every little activity, you know, we, we're more, we want our family unit. Um, and then, yeah, we'll find those things. So yeah, I, it, it can be a million dollars. I think, I mean, we're not, not quite at 18 years old yet. We still got another 10 years. So I'll, I'll rack, I'll get my Excel spreadsheet and come on here and another 10 years. Okay, Paul, and I'll tell you how much we actually spent. <laughs> Well, is there any uh, family saving uh, budgets, uh, things that you, that you can share that maybe people can yeah. learn from? Yeah, no, that's a great family saving. I remember being pregnant with our first and being like, okay, Matt, I'm going to go on Pinterest and I'm going to find all the ways to save money. And I was looking, looking, looking. I'm like, crap, I do everything. How am I going to save more money? Uh, but that's a great question. We, we do, um, I mean, we're huge Costco people. Uh, we do Costco, we do Trader Joe's and we, you know, we buy in bulk, which is a huge thing. Um, some other saving ways. I'm trying to think like what we do. I mean, we, we save money where we can. We, we just don't, we don't need to be showing and all our stuff. Um, I mean, having three girls, they all pass down their clothes. Um, 
yeah, I'm trying to think what else we kind of do within that. Just, you don't, I, I think people, I think a lot of parents these days, they want to give their kids everything and giving them everything is not going to help them in the long run to see that like, Hey, we need to work for it. Our kids already know an allowance. Um, so we do allowance. If they want to make money, it's like, okay, go do your chore chart, go get it all together. And then once you're done, we'll go over how much you made. Um, so we want to put that work ethic in them and also for them, um, to see how much money, how much things cost these days too, so that they're actually giving the person cash and be like, wow, that $3 for this ice cream. Oh, I could have saved it for this toy that I really wanted. Um, so yeah, we we're, we're kind of along those lines, but yeah, budget, we, we try to save where we can, but yeah, it's hard with a lot of kids. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And what's, what's the, what's the next steps for you What in your business and, and, and maybe in your family life? What are, what are you, what are you looking to do? Good, good question. Um, you know, the next steps, great question. I'm trying to think. I was just telling my husband today, I was like, man, I remember pre COVID being like, okay, this business it's going, I have great instructors. I can work when I want to. I only had to work. I want to say like two to three classes a week and then COVID hit. And that brought me back to working 24 seven basically. Um, and then I just told him today, I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm getting in a better routine where I'm not having to work as much as I had to during COVID. Um, so getting back into that routine, seeing that, okay, I can teach. I think I teach right now three classes a week. I do do a lot of personal training still, but right now I'm able to do everything in the morning. So by the afternoon, when I pick up the kids, it's just like family time. Um, so yeah, I think getting into that routine, um, I'll have four kids in school next year, which will be great. So I'll have two days a week of gosh, like three hours to myself. So six hours total, which will be nice. Uh, but yeah, I think in the new year, it's more, I own Long Beach, but I also own Palos Verdes, San Pedro Fit for Mom. And um, Long Beach, we are ranked number two in the nation and Pedro is a lot smaller. So I want to grow that one more this year and give more energy over there. So I think my next step is getting that one, um, growing it more in the new year and getting that one set up. And um, yeah, just, Building up Fit for Mom, getting, as we always say, getting all the moms, um, joining Fit for Mom as well. So I think those are my next few steps. And what advice would you give a young mom? You know, maybe they have like one kid that's two years old and they, they love yeah. being a mom, but they want to do other things. They want to maybe run a business or or become a yeah. CEO or, or do other things outside of being a mom. What advice would you give them? Yeah, keep swimming. No excuses. Um, I think we can give ourselves excuses all the time to not do things. Um, and my, my advice is you can't have any excuses. You have to keep figuring out some way. I mean, I love it when people will tell me, oh man, I, it was so hard to get to class this morning. My kid was crying throughout the night. I was like, oh yeah, I hear you. I had two kids sleeping with me, both waking up at a different time. And then I still was here teaching a class. And when people hear that, like, wow okay, I can do this. I can get this going. It's just those excuses we make in our head. Don't make any excuses. Keep chugging away. Um, so yeah, no excuses. Make make every effort. It's so easy to have a pity party these days, I feel like. And uh, we all want to um, say that life is hard. Motherhood is hard. And I just uh, saw a quote, like, let's turn, let's flip the script from saying tired as a mother 
to strong as a mother to be, make sure we're, you know, doing, we're strong. Stop giving yourself saying, Oh, I'm so tired from this and this. And when you keep saying that, that, that negative talk that you're going to be tired. If you're going to give yourself, wow, I'm so strong. I can get this. No excuses. I'm going to do this no matter what you're giving yourself that positive talk. And yeah, your life might look crazy, but you're keep pushing through. So I would, I guess my advice would say no excuses. Keep going. Uh, I love that. That's, that's excellent advice, advice that I give all the time. So I'm, I'm right there with you. So if anybody wanted to work with you, uh, how would they yeah. be able to do that? Yeah. So you can find us at fit for mom, long beach. Um, it's long beach dot, uh, fit for mom.com on the website. You can also follow us on Instagram fit for mom, long beach. You can type fit for mom, long beach into Facebook and find us there. Uh, you can send me an email at Shannon Shondef, S H A N N O N Shondef, S H O N D E F at fit. And I should, I should probably say it's the number four mom. So F-I-T, the number four, M-O-M, um, dot com. And you can send me an email and I would love to connect you to a free class, try out a class. If you're not in the Long Beach community or if you know another mom who might not be in the Long Beach community but needs to find her village, um, send me an email and I'll connect you with whatever village across the country she may be at um, just to find that village there too. It sounds like it's very important for moms to find yeah. their village. Yes. And dads, I should and say dads. that too. partners and dads. Yeah. I mean, it's so amazing to see. We just had a Santa Claus event where we bring Santa Claus. He comes and sees the kids and we do pictures and the dads look forward to it every year and they all hang out and they're all, Oh, I want to go on a guy's trip with this guy. Oh, and they're all at different stages of fatherhood. Yeah. You know, some of them have older kids, some of them have babies, but they're all able to connect there too. So Fit for Moms, not just for moms, it's for the whole family. Right on. Before I let you go, I want to end yeah. it with a fun uh, question. Where are the favorite places for you to go out and eat in Long Beach? Ooh, that is a great question. There's so many. I mean, Dominico's, that's just a family fave. We always do Dominico's. Currently, I've been craving anything at Second and PCH. Holy moly, it is beautiful there. Mm -hmm. um, I love, what is it, Ola, Noble Bird is so good. Hungry Angelina, oh my gosh. Uh, but I love PCH and Second. It's such a great area for kids these days. I think that's a hard thing. I love Second Street, but PCH and Second, it's so easy to park and then just let the kids run around in there, shake shack, go to Whole Foods. Um, all in there. I love PCH and second, all the food there has been amazing. You know, I haven't, I haven't really explored. I'm, I've been to Noble Bird and I've been to Ola's, but I really haven't explored PCH and second uh, very much, but, but I was, I did a walk and I, and I walked yeah. into that courtyard area and they were, they had some sort of uh, DJ there and kids were dancing. Yes. So it was like a, a great environment. And I need to, to, to go and immerse myself in that, yes. in that, community there because it seems like it's pretty cool over there it's very family friendly which makes it so nice um yeah because you can sit and just chill there um i mean they have the roller skating there now too uh the food places everything and it's just such a like safe environment too because that's something as parents with kids you're just like okay where can i go somewhere that they're not going to get hit by a car they're not going to get taken away by a stranger you know they they are not going to get hurt and PCH and Second does a great job at that, especially all their family events and stuff too. Absolutely. 
Is there any last words you want to leave our audience with? Oh gosh. I, well, I think for anyone, kids, no kids, find your community. And I love that Long Beach is such a diverse area that, I mean, we stayed because we had a community before kids and we didn't want to move away. And then having kids, we found another community and still don't want to move away. Um, but yeah, Long Beach, it's just such an amazing place for community. And it's um, something I think we saw during the pandemic that people crave community and Long Beach has that. And thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. Honored to be on here. I appreciate you too. Well, well, thank you, Shannon. Your your message is very, very inspiring. Very inspiring. Oh, thank you. That no excuse attitude, that that can do spirit that you have is very infectious. And um, I know you're extremely successful, and that will continue on with a mom, with a business owner, and whatever else you try to do. It sounds like you're going to make it work one way or another. It sounds like you just jump in the pool and you swim got to keep swimming. Can't die. <laughs> Four kids. I have to pile on my back. So got to keep going. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you, Paul. No problem. Well, thank you. And it's been a long beach thing. See you next time. Thank you for tuning into It's a Long Beach Thing. Please tune in next time for another great episode. Thank you and have a good rest of your day.